Hey, this is Jake Wesley Rogers, and I'm hanging out with Rob at Front Road Live. Congratulations with uh, your recent signing with with Warner. Um, before we really dive into the music, I, I'm curious what your experience was when you got to perform for them in that conference room to kind of present to the label who you really are as an artist. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that I'm grateful for now is that that was three weeks before it happened. <laughs> so uh, I feel like I stuck into like the tail end of being able to perform for people who would be able to open doors for me. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but performing is kind of my like my go-to happy place. Um, so I, I, if there's one thing I believe in myself, it's that if I sit down at a piano in front of people, um, I can perform and uh, it felt great. And we were just, yeah, it, I mean, it, we're in a conference room, we're in like an office, but I think for the, for that, 10 minute performance. It didn't feel like I was in the office. <laughs> what was it about Warner that made you want to say yes to this opportunity? Uh, just because, you know, being, being able, being signed to a record label is also something that you want to be comfortable with. You want it to be the right fit. So what was it about this label that made you feel comfortable about the whole situation? Yeah, well, I signed to, um, a label under Warner called Facet Records, um, which is, owned and operated by Justin Tranter, who um, I've always looked up to um, as a songwriter and activist and artist. Um, and I think it's it's being on their label that really um, clicked with me um, just because of everything they stand for and all of the work they've done outside of even music and songwriting that I, I knew that my vision would be able to be executed um, because, uh, it's pretty recent that like, you know, my story and my narrative has been backed by major labels and that I've been able to be open, um, in the full capacity and have a label saying like, yes, you can do that. Um, so I immediately just felt safe. And then to, you know, have Warner behind, um, the label is just, it's it's been amazing so far. Now, as a songwriter, um, as you kind of mentioned, like this is the first time that that more people, more major names, more labels are able to back this. Um, so, for you as a songwriter, kind of discovering your identity as an artist, how much of an impact did that have on on your music career and the music that you'd be writing today? Well, I finished writing the album. Um, a day after signing so the writing was already happening <laughs> uh the writing was already happening and in fact i think that's kind of what opened the door in the first place is that i was i was writing these songs when no one was listening because it's kind of what i have to do as a human um to get through the day so I think the only difference now, I'm, I mean, I just, I come from a really scrappy background. Um, I'm used to making music videos with like $3 and, and making it work. And I think the difference now is I, I know how to stretch a dollar and I know, I, I think to have, I guess to have a, a budget and backing now, it's, I just don't feel like I'm wasting it. And that's a, that's a good feeling. Like, I feel like, I've 
I've had to sacrifice certain things and I have to sacrifice less, but I still feel like I'm like kind of pushing it within, within the parameters I'm given, um, you know, and then as far as like the actual music and, and recording, it just, it opens doors to working with producers that I probably wouldn't have been able to meet or afford or, or whatever. Um, and just to kind of like make sure these songs have a chance and like really have a life and survive and, um, live in the world beautifully because I think songs music I mean any art form has its own soul and I just feel like I I was able to a lot of pull put a lot of life force into the soul of these songs uh, because of because of it but it's it's not necessary I mean I'll tell you that like one can write a song it was like me writing songs 10 years ago in my room when no one cared it's like the songs are still happening it's just like they're kind of getting the full the full treatment now, which is cool. So let's jump in and talk about Momentary, which is the new single. Um, off the bat, your vocals are just incredible. And you have this way of grabbing the listener's attention and having them come into your story and having them come in and listen to the entire story. Um, with this song in particular, I fell in love with your voice, and, and I don't even know what to call it, but it's like you have this rumble in your voice throughout the song that it just makes me feel the emotion that you're emoting out of your music. Talk to me a little bit about that and kind of discovering that, uh, that way of singing and, and how much of a challenge was it for this song in particular? Mm, thank you, Rob. Um, I don't know, singing, singing's kind of always been the, the the easy part for me, like the part that I can't help but doing. I mean, obviously, I, I say that, but it's also, you know, it takes, it's, I've, I've been doing vocals since I was young and, and all that's great, but um, I feel like most people know that there are like a lot of, there are a lot of good singers, right? Like we've had 400,000 seasons of American Idol and The Voice. Um, but I think my favorite singers are not the ones with, the most technically beautiful voices, but the ones that you believe them. Um, and when I sing, I just, I make sure whatever I'm singing, I believe. And it's coming from like a, a deeper place, especially a momentary, like I was really, there's a lot of things about that song that make me emotional. It's on one hand, a love song, on one hand, kind of a tribute to, to queer heroes. And on the other hand, like a tribute to, my child my inner child and my grandparents who were dying and like all this stuff kind of going into it so i feel like that was all kind of woven into the fabric of the performance did you know you were writing this song or were you in a session with justin and aaron and all of a sudden this song kind of started to peek out and have its own identity yeah this one was definitely a surprise um the best ones are um because they come from the heart instead of the mind. Um, and yeah, we, it, it, we listened to, uh, we listened to, uh, we didn't start the fire. Is that the one that done on a Peter Pan? Uh, you know, it's just, I, I'm, someone's gonna watch this and be like, why doesn't this person know this? I'm just kind of starting to go down different rabbit holes. Um, but like the list of like all these like characters were, were so interesting. And I was like, well, what if it was more of like a, like a queer list? Um, and that's kind of 
kind of how that happened. And then the line, I think I saying, I thought that love would set me free. And then Justin said it was momentary. I was like, whoa, like that, that's like a life motto. Like everything is, is, is impermanent. Um, even the good things. And, and we, we, if we over identify with the, with anything really, if we over identify with anything that is just going to die, then it'll kill us. So, you know, it's just about finding like, it's far off. I, I don't know. It's about finding like peace in the moment. Right. In each moment. Cause like the future doesn't exist and the past doesn't really exist. Like the only thing that exists is right now. So that's kind of what it feels like to me, not to get on like a mindfulness um, soapbox. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what that session was like as as you guys were writing the song. But the fact that you have been able to write with Justin a couple times already, as well as Aaron Kanata, how different is that process when you guys get into the studio? And you can even talk about particular with the song, like how different is that process now that you have that experience? And at the same time, I feel like you guys are more, the three of you are more comfortable with each other. So you can be as honest, as brutal as possible. Yeah, I mean, totally. I think, and we all are kind of in our, we, we, we stay within our lanes, but we, we branch out to, to challenge one another. And, um, you know, Justin was pretty clear from the beginning, like, we don't have to write together. Like, they wanted, you know, they still wanted to sign me and do it, but we just write really well together. And it, um, I think we come from a similar source as with our lyrics. I remember writing Momentary and like we wrote the like Marsha P, Harvey Milk, Oscar Wilde line. And I remember Justin said like, no one is writing this. And I kind of zoomed back and was like, yeah, like you're right. I didn't have the song when I was a kid that, that is at the same time kind of like an overview and also like a love song and, and, and all this. And, and I don't know, they, I get very, I'm very inside myself when I'm writing. And I feel like the best moments with Aaron and Justin are when I am, I kind of lose myself and go in a little bit of a trance and they're there to kind of mirror it and, 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 and speak when some, when something is said that is perhaps could be something. Um, and then just build on top of it. And Aaron is so musically intuitive. Um, my other song, Middle of Love, like my favorite part of the song was Aaron's idea. It's like the pre-chorus where it's like, I, 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 I. Um, like that was totally 100% Aaron's idea. And I was like, oh, that's incredible. And it's wordless. Cause I think we, 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 we try to like, you know, paint these pictures with words, but you really don't need them in order to, uh, to, paints an, an image um so yeah i just feel like the three of us like and, and we we wrote a lot of the album together um uh and it's it's just fun and i just love them like i just love like yeah we write together well but we also just hang out and that, that's the best too when you don't want to kill the people you're working with <laughs> during this process of this song or even your upcoming ep like did you find you yourselves recreating or creating new sounds uh, for your music just from scratch from the most obscure things? 
It's a good question. I mean, hmm. I mean, a lot of it just started with me on piano, really. Actually, I think every single one of the songs just started with me on piano. I kind of joke that like all my songs are ballads, but some are just faster. Um, and I think it's true, though. I think there might be a point in my life where I like start with a track or start with whatever. But at, at this point, it's for some reason, it's, easy, it's easier for me to tra- channel when I'm just sitting at the piano and then... Um, and just singing my ass off and then we add stuff from there but um yeah i don't know i'm just trying to think of it's funny because we made the demos right and then i I went and recorded them uh with mike crossy um which was totally just like a a, a, just different uh exciting electric time to like sitting with these songs for so long in kind of like their safe little box and then just like cracking them open and starting fresh which is the versions that y'all hear um and i can get very attached to demos so it can it can be a bit intimidating but um i still have the demo sometimes i'll listen to demos and it's just fun to like see kind of where they where they end up um but yeah (laughs) And what was your experience with Mike Crossy as far as like production goes? And how did he, how do you feel he challenged you to become a better artist and a better vocalist as you were recording these songs? Mm, I mean, Mike Crossy is, has one of the most intuitive ears I've ever witnessed. Um, and just like the things he caught and catches and the subtleties, like <laughs> I like track piano and then we just kind of be, I'd be just sitting there and he'd be tweaking it and then he'd be like, all right, I'm gonna need like A, B, something. And it'd be the tiniest, tiniest difference. But he's like, do you hear that? This one's more warm. I'm like, yeah, actually. But, and it's just like this little thing that really matters. Um, and I don't have the, I, I don't have the passion for finding it myself. So working with him, um, who who completely goes in the weeds on all of it and we we recorded a lot of vocals like it was clear on all of these songs that vocals were like number one everything else was just kind of like supporting the vocals and 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 he what i love because sometimes you work with producers and they like you're recording vocals and you like look in the booth and they're like on their phone or something and you're like what the hell man but like he was like in there or he was like w- walking around the room like floating it was like we were performing together in a way um and i yeah i just felt very safe there and in in communion with like vocals or bus like <laughs> um so yeah mike is mike is a very very special person as you've been able to release middle of love and now uh momentary and have seen the reaction that you've been getting from fans and just music fans around the world how or what kind of impact did that play to your upcoming material that you're working on for the ep did you feel like you ended up going back and rewriting things because you were inspired to to do different songs than you already had or like do you feel it had any impact on you i mean everything's already kind of reported for this next iteration i think we're sticking with the plan because the plan still feels great um i don't even know if i'm allowed to like talk about the next song but it's one of my favorite things i've 
ever made in my life. And it's just thrilling that we've been able to kind of build it up organically and we'll just be able to keep releasing these things. Cause like I said, like I had finished kind of writing a whole project last September. Um, and it's just like, it's growing or it's growing organically and it's like coming out at the perfect time, I feel. Um, so as far as like going back to the board, I really haven't, I'm not like, oh shit. I, I don't know if I'm, can I swear? I'm sorry. You're good. Yeah. Um, good, good. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't, I haven't had a moment where like, oh, I need to like beat this. Cause I'm more just like, I'm so excited for this song to come out. And then, and then after this is beat, I'm like, I'm excited for that stuff to come out. So I'm actually, yeah, I haven't been writing a lot lately, but next next thing will happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exciting to hear from a music from a music fan perspective. That's exciting to hear that you've been you've had these songs with you for so long already, and you're still as excited as you were when you first wrote it. So I feel like a lot of times, by the time artists are able to release, they've heard it too many times, or they they that era has already gone by. But the fact that you're equally as excited is amazing to hear. Um, now, as far as the recording process as a whole, what would you say has been the biggest challenge thus far, um, either with the songs that you've released so far or just the EP as a whole? Hmm. I mean, one of the most like practical challenges was in recording. <laughs> like I would... Uh during because i was flying to la like in january and i would for 10 days and it was like my only job not to get <laughs> which i'm kind of like a monk at heart so like being able to sit in a room with my books and not get was like now going to la now that i'm and everything it's like i can fly in and like start working the next day and like oh i kind of miss i kind of miss that um <laughs> i don't miss I don't miss that, but I miss like my job being sitting in a room. But anyway, other than that, I think the challenge is to spend um, so many of the demos had so much life in them, especially the vocal performances. Cause oftentimes when you write the song, the day you like record the demo, it's like, it's a really special take. Um, and it's rarely like good enough quality to be the la like the final take. And you get so attached to, to that, um, specifically Middle of Love. Like I, I loved my demo vocal on that, but it was just, we, I mean, we had to do it again, but you just kind of trust that you can recreate the magic. And I think sometimes with space, it just does that. Cause you know, we wrote it in February of 2020 and then didn't record it until November of the same year so there's time and i don't know i feel like some of the reason i'm still excited about all these things is because like i forget about like i'll write it and then forget about it and then record it and then forget about it and then do the music video and it's like oh this has a total different meaning and then it comes out in the world and you see it through other people's eyes and you like get excited about it in different ways and you start like hearing it in different ways and people reach out and be like oh this part of the song meant something to me so i yeah i haven't like I have yet to regret any of these songs that have come out. <laughs> and it's still fresh. I mean, it just started coming out like about a month ago. Yeah. I mean, you're still, it's funny because you're still a new artist, even though you've been working on this for so long. But like to, to 
the majority of the world because now you have this major label backing you're still this like new artist and it's it's also amazing just because it, you know for me personally i feel like there's obviously it's not new artists being born every single day because a lot of these people or musicians have been doing this for years but it's nice to get a fresh new piece of music a fresh new vocal a fresh new artist in general mm. um, so i'm very excited to to hear everything else that you have going on um now before we do um wrap this up my last question would be as far as your fashion goes how crucial is your fashion to your music and what inspires your fashion oh i mean it's like i some like i am a musician first but like the fashions the visuals are a close close number too because <laughs> i grew up like in middle school it was like all gaga like gaga was everything to me and i get compared to elton john a lot which makes sense because i am gay and wear glasses and play piano um but i my influence is mainly gaga and obviously gaga was very influenced by elton and and Madonna and all that. So it's kind of this kind of like transitive property influence um, that I love. And I, I, I mean, visuals are kind of, visuals actually always pretty much lead the music for me. Like I'm, the last two projects I've made, I've had a mood board before I'd written most of the songs. Um, at least I kind of know, if I know what it's gonna look like, um, I usually can find out what it sounds like. Um, and a lot of this music, it was very 70s, um, bright primary color, shiny uh, pastel. Like it's, it's, it just kind of manifested and, um, and then it all comes together and it's really satisfying. <laughs> And I just want, I love it. Like, I really, I love making music videos. Like, that's been like one of the most fun parts about um, signing this deal was like making proper music videos without a shoestring budget. It's just been <laughs> thrilling. It's still not a big budget, but still, like, again, I was used to like calling some random person on Craigslist asking them if I could use their goats <laughs> video. So um which i did and i used goats at one point but <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing well I'm, I'm definitely excited for you this is just this is the beginning and it's already you know you're already making waves so I, i'm looking forward to that and i can't wait to see what a live show is like with you because i feel like everything that i feel in a song when i'm listening to the song alone i feel like it's going to be 10 times more magnified when you're actually performing it live, so. Oh, thank you, I can't <laughs> wait too. I just played kind of my first, it was mostly a stream show, but there were some people in the audience and they're like, it felt insane. <laughs> so yeah, I hope I hope to see you at some shows too. We'll be announcing some soon. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.